119 of Hello Dysfunction with Potafria and Crystal and my, and my headache and I'm feeling better this week. I have a headache. I'm sorry. And it's rare for me to get headaches. Are any, you ovulating? Anymore. Um, maybe. I get bad I was headaches. the other day. It was like a fucking jellyfish came out. I was like, what is going on? You gave oh, yeah, birth that. to an amoeba. And now I cramp hella bad during ovulation time and that's new. You get the pinch feel. Yes. I hate that get shit. Get out of my uterus or whatever it is. Yeah, that shit fucking hurts really bad. Just being a woman, I feel like, um, hurts just all the time. It's just various degrees of hurt. It's a painful life. It is. It really is. Sick and I'm, I'm getting sick of it. I'm with you. Yeah. We're sitting crisscross applesauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all comfy. Yeah, comfy today. Um... Mark and I both have been feeling Headaches? either nostalgic or oh. like true trash. Um, I've been craving beef bologna. What? Yeah, and you know I'm not a fan of meat, and I've been frying it or like a yeah, cold, cold and sandwich? and eating it cold out of the container and letting it coat your mouth. Yeah, you're with the grease coat, you're gross. Yeah. You so know. there's a layer of scum on the roof yeah, of your mouth, and you go like this with your meal. <gasps> Mm-hmm. You're gross. What's yeah, going on? Yeah, I don't know, and I hate fucking lunch meat. Uh, you know, we were little, and used to make fried bologna sandwiches and shit. What? And I'd just been hella craving beef bologna, so I went and bought some. I fried some. I asked the girls, I'm like, do you guys want some? And they were like, ew, why would you even ask us Why that? would you even <laughs> buy it? Right. What the I, fuck? They don't know about the that The whole life. container's gone. I ate every piece of it. you ate it. Every <gasps> piece. So then... The same day I fried up some bologna, I went and sat on the porch, and Mark got hell of excited while we were on the porch. He was like, yes. And I was like, what? And he was like, Amazon shipping my Slim Fast. And I was like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> what? What the fuck? There's some weird shit going on in here. <laughs> what? I guess he really loved the taste of it as a kid. Slim Fast. And realized he was an adult now and he could and do whatever he wants. So he could just drink them. So he used his adult privileges to order Slim Fast from Amazon. Oh my fucking God. Because <laughs> no one can tell me no. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So Slim Fast and bologna sandwiches. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of dysfunction around here. Yesterday I went to go get Red Bulls and I pull up in the driveway and I'm like, I call Will and I'm like, hey, come out front and grab your Red Bull. I'm going to finish my cigarette out here. Mm-hmm. And the camera only picked up the tail end of it, him putting his shirt down, which I was so mad about. But what? he walks out on the fucking in the driveway, lifts his shirt all the way up and screams, I'm not wearing a wire. <laughs> like it's a drug deal. <laughs> oh, my God. Your neighbors love that. There's just no telling what goes on over here. Will likes to act like he doesn't know where Natalia gets these behaviors from. Right. But it's any of the kids. Apple tree motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Apple fucking tree. Speaking of that camera, um, you know Mark loves to he has notifications on surveillance. Yeah, like a psycho. He has all there's like seven of them and he has notifications that come to his phone. Mm Mm-hmm. So the other morning I took the puppies to go get their shots. It was probably, it was like 7.30 in the morning. 
and I literally had had just enough time to put the carrier in the car and my phone starts ringing and it's Mark and he goes what animals are in that carrier and where are you going with them wait a minute yes <laughs> you fucking psycho yes get off my phone now he said I want to make sure those puppies aren't leaving wow yes I'm like you know we're only keeping one right <laughs> he's fucking watching yes, you like exactly. a creep he's oh like don't God. take any of my animals out of this fucking house and where are you going I checked the mileage on your car before I went to work. He's going to sleep in his car if he ever did some shit like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, so um, that's us. Nostalgic foods just made me think. I've eaten McDonald's probably yeah. three times this month. And I'm and I'm like, what the fuck's going Bitch, on with you? Bitch, can you slow down? You like, never eat McDonald's. Never. And I would talk so much shit to the kids when they would ask for it. And then, yeah, I got in on it. And I tasted... I've been eating cheeseburgers. Which, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's it's nostalgic. It, yeah. That's my only excuse. It tastes like high school. Yeah, Me you did used to get cheeseburgers when with we were hot younger. Mustard. Yes. So I've been eating that, and it tastes like high school. And mm. I haven't been mad. And I've ate it three times. And I'm like, you need to fucking stop. Like, who are you? It's good, right? Yeah, it's Mona really was horrible. like, um, telling her dad she got cheeseburgers. She's eating fucking, not what only is she it? eating McDonald's, she's eating fucking beef over here. <laughs> and it's not charred beef. Yes, what is going on? So, I, hey, I can't really make fun of y'all for the yeah. baloney and chicks. I don't know what's going on with me either. Weird, right? I would never yes. eat fucking lunch meat. Mind you, I hadn't eaten these cheeseburgers in like a good five years, probably. At least, at least five years. Yeah. When I was pregnant, I had a filet of fish at one point. Yum. And that was like hella weird for me to even go there because I talked so much shit about right. McDonald's. But the cheeseburgers, like I can't even remember the last time I had those. They're so good with extra onions and extra <sighs> pickles. I don't, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And then we were talking about how usually if we eat meat, it has to be burnt. Like, yeah. I like my shit yeah. burnt. Leather. When, yeah, when I fried the bologna, it was black. Yeah. You, and uh, I was telling her, well, that's even worse because the carcinogens and the burnt fucking shit it can give us cancer. So Yeah, that was bad news. Because yeah. if I eat a hot link, it has to has be burnt. Has to be burnt. Thoroughly. Yep. Like, on all sides. I want it to have, Charred. like, a crunch outer layer. It has to have a burnt layer of of black yep around you know wow so everything's gonna give us cancer we're dying i feel like yeah the air is giving us cancer everything um yeah it sucks definitely did uh, you do your homework and watch the megan harry oprah so i made it through an hour of it i didn't i didn't finish it did how, you finish it yeah because i did my homework did you watch the second part as well mm-hmm Okay, so. No, just the first one. But did you see it when Harry was joined them? The first part, no. So, but I'm okay. So you can tell me about that. Well, that you missed so much, bitch. You only but watched I've like read thirty minutes. So much about what he said. <laughs> no, you definitely only watched thirty minutes. No, I really watched. No, I he did was watch introduced. The first part. He was introduced before half of the episode. Well, I know that I I watched up until um they announced what they were having, and he was there for that. Yeah. Okay, so you did. I don't know. You're full of lies today. Fuck you. First he was there, then he wasn't. Fuck you. Anyways, um, so what I took away from that, basically just all the memes and posts and everything had already kind of let me know all the good parts anyway of what to expect, like the shocking shit. The only thing that I really took away from that interview is how much I don't know about the 
institution or whatever they're called, the firm, the monarchy, whatever. The wild shit was the taking of the passport, the keys, the ID, all of that. Yeah, but, you know, I already knew about that from the internet. So, like, I just didn't realize, like, they're really, it's a queen. It's really a queen. Like, to me, I'm like... just so archaic. Yeah, it doesn't feel real to me. So, like... You know, we don't have that. And that's not, they're not a family or anything that we followed or gave a fuck about growing up. So, like, yeah, I always knew there was a queen, but like, oh, like the title, a queen, okay. But it's like really a queen. Uh, so, Megan had said that when An she old first. dumb monarchy. When she was introduced to his grandmother, the, the queen, cur- she had to curtsy. I'd have been like, had take me home. Her, Do you know how? And she was like, what? She's like, I'm just meeting your grandmother. And he said, but it's the queen like very it's very serious right and so she had to practice first before she went and met her and shit and then you know she did a good job or whatever and um it was i think it was actually to her benefit that she wasn't that familiar with them either because she wasn't like intimidated or nervous it was just like meeting anybody else's family for the first time but um I just really have no idea of like I I never had a real grasp on it being an actual royal family and everything like I think it's because like we don't care we don't, to we I don't, don't give yeah a fuck. so we don't get it you know like the level of importance that they have because here that don't mean shit to us if someone would have said you have to curtsy before my old grandma mm-hmm. take me home right now <laughs> turn this fucking car around. Buy me a pack of cigarettes and I'm going home. But like, you know, I don't... It's just so weird. And the control that they have and the, the relationships they have with the media and stuff because it's so important for them. And they were just kind of going into those mm-hmm. details about that kind of stuff. And I still, I can't, still can't really understand it. Mm-mm. So I want to watch The Crown. Doesn't that kind of explain yeah. it more? Yep. Um, Oprah had asked them if they've watched it, and, and they both said they've seen some of it. And I was thinking, um, well, now I'm interested in getting in this rabbit hole to find out more of, like, what it is, you know, and, like, um, the titles that they have, like, Duchess and all that. I don't know what none of that shit means. So I'm curious now. So if anything, it just sparked curiosity for me to find out their ranking system and all that shit. My favorite thing to do right now regarding those interviews is like um, all the little blog sites that post about um, uh, the the interview and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Little, they have different, you know, clickbait headlines and yeah. shit. And this is on Facebook. But uh, I love to go in the comments because it's fucking older white women, probably like our mom's age and older, mm-hmm. are losing their shit. They all hate Megan. They all say what? she wants to be Diana. She's disrespecting the queen. And oh, I wow. love to go in the comments and troll all of them. Uh, that's my they favorite thing to do. Is shit. I am Any post, any news headline, I go to the comment yes. section of anything. That's my favorite place to be. They, they write shit from she doesn't have real mental health issues. Diana did. She just wants to be like Dan. They all wow, hate. Wow, are you kidding they me? They hate her because she's not a pure Anglo-Saxon. So I saw, um, it was like a, a cover of a, a news story on some publication in the UK and a friend had posted it like, <clears throat> this is the bullshit that she has to deal with. So anybody that's downplaying it basically is out of pocket. But it was, you know, a cartoon and uh, you know how they do political cartoons mm-hmm. and shit. And it was like the queen kneeling on like a monkey's neck <gasps> and it was supposed to be Megan. But, like, George Floyd stance oh. positioning. 
Yeah, and that was what on the cover of the like fuck? yes, and I said that is fucking disgusting. Are you kidding me? So just imagine, and she says that like she didn't uh, read the news and mm-hmm. and look at you know tabloids or any of that to kind of avoid any of that kind of shit. But like, imagine your family is telling you they're seeing this shit. Your friends are telling you they're seeing it, did and you s- you're not being protected. And did you see the article comparison where it was yes. Kate eating the avocado versus and then her fucking deforestation fucking rainforest? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like what? Yeah, but I knew they want her to be the villain. So when they announced they were getting married and shit, mm-hmm. I knew that there was going to be horrible racism within that fucking monarchy. I already knew yeah. because, like we mentioned last time, you can't colonize the world and 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 not be loan racist. artifacts to Africa and still in twenty twenty one not think you know what? Let's return these to their rightful place. The grossest part of it to me is um, they really had the opportunity, and and Harry mentioned this, to make themselves look really good and use their marriage to their benefit. They really had an opportunity to look like, hey, we're really progressive. We've grown. We're not what we used to be, you know, and um, we're very accepting and love her. They could have changed the whole narrative narrative of how the the fucking royal family is viewed, right? And the monarchy or whatever. They could have changed all of that with this marriage alone. Like, Mm -hmm. we're welcoming her to our family, whatever. But they did do it because like their racism wouldn't allow it white supremacy is yes. way stronger yes and and then public fucking right perception on racism yeah so they're like we're not gonna pretend even if it was to our benefit like no absolutely not we told you not to marry and it's like um he said that he wouldn't reveal a lot of shit like uh they didn't tell on the family members and shit i would have told on yeah all of them. but but i think they're afraid i yeah. think they're afraid of being killed and shit like i, I think do that's think, a very serious concern yeah i do think it was charles or william who wanted who was so concerned about, about the, the color the, of yep, the baby yep it was probably both and he wouldn't say who it was and i was thinking they said it wasn't the queen or philip when did they say that not in the interview he just said i won't say it because it'll be very he said it'll be very damaging to them if i do yeah so in an article um he said but the fact you're still trying to protect these Uh people that are feeling some type of way about your children and your wife like to me there's a threat there you know what i mean like there's an imminent threat probably for their safety you know to not or tell there might them completely. be that and it, there's probably still a little bit of guilt like that's my family i don't want the whole world to fucking hate them you know so i'm not with that still being protective a little you know you know how fucking yeah i think that's gross though it is because if my family acts that way towards me you see what happened when my did i came on here and told everybody. yeah i know exactly that's what i do too like go get them we're gonna jump them we'd be ready to come on here and tell yeah, on everybody fuck it we'll turn on whoever i, I think that's behind just how, racism yeah, yeah that's not absolutely um, you can't compromise on that that's no. not like a um we can disagree what thing. how much we want to spend our tax money on it's not a new road being built it's this is live human decency yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we're not fucking there's no there's no compromise on that or no disagreeing on that no the the mental health thing the her telling harry like don't even leave me by myself like i'm not okay and them denying her mental health help when hello they're supposed to be quote-unquote advocates yeah. w- um 
William and Kate, you know, who've went around preaching, like, oh my fuck, it's they're, so they're, disgusting. They were and probably offensive. like, no, we want her to kill herself. Yeah, don't get her help. Yeah, Hopefully she takes herself. She's out. on her own. Yeah, Mm-mm. that shit is gross. And you know, I'm surprised and um, you know, happy that they were able to keep their marriage and everything. Because a bitch like me, I would have just like went bad on everybody. I'd probably be in UK, like prison. the palace on fire. Yeah, slap the grandma, do all that shit. Because you know. How do you yeah. behave and like and when someone's treating you like that? I there's no way. Mm-mm. There's no way. No. I don't feel bad for old racist grandmas. Ever. Fuck your old racist grandma. Fuck her. I don't give a fuck what time period she Mm-mm. grew up in. No. Do you want to speak about <laughs> It's a perfect segue for disappointing Sharon. I'm not about to play with Sharon Osborne. I'm not about to play with her. That video and is so bad. And let me just bring up something. Okay, so for you guys that may not be familiar, um, she's on The View. Is it The View? The Talk. The Talk. Mm-hmm. Something. Talk show, right? Mm-hmm. And um, with Cheryl Underwood. She's friends. So Sharon Osbourne, can you explain it? Okay. She's like friends with that Pierce Morgan or whatever. She's right? friends with Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan is a, air quote, royalist. He's yeah. a, a British journalist yeah, i guess mm-hmm. fucking tv anchor news anchor He's liaison a, a royal from douche. the royal family to the media yes so for those of you that don't know the night that megan met harry she had had drinks with Piers morgan and she had drinks with him it wasn't a date it was more like um developing a business connection mm-hmm. he put her in an uber she went to a party and that's where she met harry and then never spoke to him again okay so he he has some animosity yes he went on a talk show and said she ghosted me like he admitted it okay admitted he so you're a butthurt yes that makes sense he's also white right and um he's always since that happened had such negative racist shit to say about Meghan markle Mm -hmm. the whole time so sharon osborne is a brit uh and apparently she's friends with piers morgan Sharon Osbourne is on the talk I believe it's the talk with Cheryl Underwood and there's been other co-hosts as well Mm -hmm. but the interaction took place between Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood and what happened was um, Sharon Osbourne came out in defense of Piers Morgan Um, and it's like how can you defend that and so bas- whether you're my friend or not bitch i'm not defending that like there's i don't care like no. even if it's my child if it's someone i birthed i'm not fucking defending that if you're so if, there's no excuse there's none and no so, i don't sh- give a fuck about that being your friend right and there's a video <clears throat> it happened on air this uh interaction so um cheryl underwood basically t- god damn it you're being really unprofessional I right am now. I'm unprofessional. So, Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl Spinch. Underwood, Cheryl Underwood asked Sharon Osbourne in like the nicest way possible. Yeah, I, I mean, a very delicately worded, respectful, extra fucking yeah. nice. Basically, asked her or told her, you know, by you defending him, saying those racist things. Um, it kind of makes you look bad and how do you feel giving her an opportunity to kind of speak her side right yes no sharon immediately got defensive flipped out now mind you i could understand um 
being shocked at being accused of being racist if you're not, right? I could understand being like, oh my God, like, let me clear this up. But you also need to do so in a rational, respectful way. She yelled, I'm the least racist person ever. And kept repeating over and over, how could I be racist ever in my life? Ever in my life? How? And I, I'm watching it and I'm like, bitch, you're a fucking white woman. What do you mean? How could you? Right. Very easily you could. Right. right? So Cheryl Underwood is trying to calmly calmly explain and dissect what she's saying in a way for this fucking white lady to understand and I feel like she's trying to slow her down and like be like listen this is what I'm trying to say yes and Sharon has the nerve to say don't you dare cry she tells her and don't you dare cry right now because I'm the one that should be crying excuse me she took white fragility to a whole Excuse new level, dude. Me. Yes, and I'm watching that in fucking shock. Like you piece of shit. I couldn't believe she. Said and I that. used to be very fond of her. Yes. I used to really fucking like her. Um, this shit disgusted me. And then it came out that um she's had something to do with other hosts being fired in the past because she called them ghetto. And a journalist had came out and said, I have, you know, documentation and shit of when she said it. And they very quickly after were fired as a host. She also said it about um, Leah Ramini. Is mm-hmm. that her name? That mm-hmm. was in the Scientology and yeah. stuff. She called her ghetto also. And she tweeted about it. This is years ago. Like, they I pulled feel up some her kind tweets. of way about. Why are you calling people ghetto? As a white lady. And, and and calling black women or people of color, why would you call them ghetto? Yeah, it's very weird. Like loud in ghetto or something ghetto. And so she released an apology the other day and denied ever doing it. But like, of course, the internet keeps record, you Dude. know? So that shit surfaced. And it, it just has her looking like shit. I'm going to also remind everyone... Her fucking daughter, Kelly, made a racist comment during the whole Trump uh, running and all that shit. Did she? You don't remember? She made a comment. She was, like, getting all worked up and shit, talking shit about Trump. And she goes, and if you deport all the Latinos, who's going to clean your toilets? Oh, my fucking God. And Rosie Perez interrupted her. Was she using that as, like, a why not to vote for Trump? Yes. (gasps) But, like totally put her foot down her throat and so rosie perez interrupted her and had to be like hold on like latinos aren't the only people that fucking clean toilets first of all i get where you're going but that came out very wrong yes rosie perez later apologized for that what for making her and said i think i was being too sensitive oh my and the fucking yes the network had her apologize to kelly osborne this is why white women are out of control yes because yes. everybody apologizes to them. Stop like, oh, fucking I'm sorry. apologizing. I was being too sensitive. No, bitch, you misspoke, Kelly. You yes. fucking misspoke and you said something horrible, even if that wasn't the intention. That's how it came out. Stop apologizing. Who's going to clean your toilets if you deport all the Latinos? Really, bitch? All jokes aside, it is the reason why um, white women have a hard time with accountability when it comes to racism because they're coddled and handled with yes. kid gloves and yes. stop doing that yes don't just stop yeah accountability has to be um taught at this point you know what i mean and and how to take it and own it and you know apologize and learn and grow right, from it right. that's not gonna happen if you're babying all the white women right it's not gonna happen right 
um, everybody else has to put their big girl pants on and, and, you know, take whatever is dished out. White people are not exempt from that. And I think it's fucked up that black folks and people of color feel like they have to do it because of the society and the systems we have. So I understand why it's done like mm-hmm. that so that they don't appear aggressive and angry yeah you know it's i wanted so to make up. sure that i got the quote right from kelly so i had searched it and that was when i read about the apology that rosie had to give to kelly and it made me so much more mad all over again yeah. because you were not in the wrong for telling her she fucking misspoke and and kelly should have said no don't apologize yes. thank oh, you for course. holding but, me accountable but no she didn't do that <laughs> yeah i was like you know what this bitch and so to me it's not that shocking for this to come from her mother because you know who's who's to say how they really think behind closed doors if that's the first thing you blurt out who's going to clean your toilets right and for sharon osborne to when discussing racism to say don't you dare cry Mm -hmm. yeah how insensitive to your co-host let me just tell you something that serious of an issue you would want to be respectful and delicate and you know learn 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 (laughs) shut your fucking mouth yeah and just learn you don't tell someone don't you dare cry because i should be the one crying and you're sitting on the panel a white woman and asking repeatedly how could i how could i ever be racist in my life how could i be racist and i was looking around like is, is she joking if somebody yells how could i ever be racist and they start listing off black people or people of color that they know dead giveaway yeah dead fucking giveaway yeah. and i, I want to give it to cheryl underwood dude she stayed so calm and calm composed. yeah and sharon osborne ended up looking like a fucking d- demon yeah 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 it was disgusting and i'm just like wow that's that's really i read that gross. the network is reviewing yeah contracts mm-hmm. so and i think they've suspended the show until they get that sorted you could see uh in the video clip when they were going to commercial break sharon's screaming the f word and she shit. is she's screaming losing and her mind and it's like how dare you feel like you should be the one mad right now Hit like dogs always and you're holler. and you're defending a racist you're yeah. defending a racist friend i'm sorry if i had a racist child a racist friend mother fucking partner anybody right no i'm sorry i'm not defending you nope so weird no i'd be like rip them a new one yeah shit yeah it's fucked up um what else uh, so there was an episode of um I was gonna say single white female. It's not single white female. It's um soft white underbelly because I have S W U type whatever. My yeah, yeah. just went there, but um soft white underbelly on YouTube. I'm still subscribed. We've talked about this mm-hmm. this series many times. Um, some you know there's been some good episodes lately, and one of which I watched that I really wanted to talk to you guys about. It's uh with a woman named Frenchie, and she's from France and she's an escort and she actually worked i don't know if she still does but at one point she was at the moon moonlight bunny ranch in in nevada so she comes on or whatever and um i always you know i always want to see like the sex workers especially if they're not if they're white women because their experience is so different no matter what part of sex work you're in so i'm always curious to see you know what their experience has been and if they're giving any advice or anything and 
And the more I watched her episode, I was really fond of her. And I was so happy with that episode that I actually left a comment thanking him. And I said, thank you very much for showing someone that's like strong, independent, educated, drug free. Loves their job. um, Chose this life, you know, 100% by choice. And, you know, is is doing well. Like we exist. You know what I mean? Somebody that you could relate to. Exactly. And when you guys watch her episode, um, it's crazy. I was like, is this my life that she's telling? Really? She got married at a very young age. Um, she worked some regular jobs, you know, vanilla jobs. She worked at like a bank and shit. She was married with that partner for like nine years. I was with my ex-husband for nine years. Shut up. Um, she got divorced and like her life reset at that point. And she started like partying and she kind of landed in a sex work experience. I actually like seeked out, you mm-hmm. know, cause I went right back to dancing. I was like, I, I remember that, you know? Yeah. And um, I was comfortable doing it, but she kind of like, thought she was partying and then got paid in a weird situation so she was like oh i just did a transaction that i didn't know was a transaction she's Um, like i could do this yes that's exactly what she did she asked herself she had like a conversation with herself like could i do that again she talks about all of that it's a long ass episode like some be like 20 minutes hers was like an hour and a half i watched every fucking minute she's a good storyteller heavy ass accent so some parts are kind of hard to understand but um it's just a really good example of like a woman choosing to do sex work being empowered it's not like to fund a drug habit it's not to pay someone else she actually speaks about um like some interactions with pimps at some point in her life she's 100% against it and I think it's just really good if anybody is interested in getting into sex work or is in or even is in it or just curious about it it's a really good episode to watch um she's just a good example you know and she fucking there's there's very few of those on south white underbelly right yeah everybody's like a drug addict or being pimped or homeless or horrible yeah yeah and it it kind of makes it look like that's all that you know there's already a stigma so it makes it look like sex workers that's all it really is like you have to be down on hard times to do sex work or whatever it's not that for everyone and she also is just a really good example of why like i don't know i've said this before i think i do so well because i started late right so like I was already very smart by the time I got into it. So I was cautious about things, you know, I haven't um, had any run-ins like with the law or got in any real trouble from this shit or got hurt or, you know, and I think like if I would have started much younger, I could have, you know, definitely with my temper and just... You're older, you're calmer, you have more common sense. Right. So like me starting getting into it more seriously later in life I think was a benefit and she's an example of that also because she got into it when she was like 28 or something I think yeah and so I was watching and I was like this is such a good like all of this I just can't say enough about how good this episode is and for anyone that's like looking into it or whatever like it's it's just a good example like you don't need it's a nice to pin. see that once in a while yeah yeah so i left a comment and i thanked him um and then also there's an episode i watched with a woman named jazzy and she's an ex-escort 
she her um the comments were kind of pissing me off because you know people that don't know shit about the game like they're automatically going to be very judgmental Mm -hmm. and not understand um she speaks about her relationships with pimps in a very positive way and people were like what in the stockholm syndrome like what like she sounds fucking crazy talking hella shit about her in the comments um And I was just looking like I had to not get mad because I was like, people ain't in the game. They don't understand. You know what I'm saying? I've said before how grateful and how much gratitude I have for the one pimp that I worked with that I learned so much from. Right. Because he taught me to take care of myself for the rest of my life. Right. And never have to work for anyone again. Yeah. Literally, I haven't had a real job in 16 years. It's been a long fucking time. So, yeah, and I I don't ever have to do it again. So I'm forever indebted to him, I feel like. I'm I'm just always, you know, whenever I talk to him, I'm just like, I owe you, like, so much gratitude because you put me in a position, not only that, but for me to also manage and work with other people like i learned shit like that from him that i wouldn't have known if he wasn't in the picture right you can't just go on the internet and research or buy a book exactly exactly and people also are not giving out game like that like that's just it's not part of it like you you buy game because it's it's very valuable basically exactly people aren't just sharing game with people right um but yeah it's just it's she was a good example of someone uh, she said drugs were a part of her life at one point. I think she had a coke problem. But, you know, she owns businesses now and she's not in the game anymore. She says she had a, has adult children. But, like, she she's another one that had a career. Um, I don't know if it was radio or something music related. But she, like, left her career. She was doing hair, too. Had a shop. Oh. Left her career to go get some hoeing out of her system, she said. <laughs> she said she had did it before, but she was doing it all wrong. And she kept having this feeling of, like, wanting to go hoe. And I know that feeling. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you got to get it out of your system. Like, I was watching Crack Let It Up. Like, I know. what I'm good at. Yes. And if you have that interest and you feel like it's for you, I've always said it's in my blood. Like, this is not... Um, something that just happened you know like I really do think I was destined to be what I am and do the things like I followed my path right it's no coincidence that my grandmother was doing sex work you know what I mean it's no it and other forms of sex work like it's no that that's not a coincidence I feel like it's in me so to hear her say that and she started later in life too and learned hella shit from these pimps that she's so grateful for and was just like you know when i was ready to go that's it like i packed up and left like it wasn't no hostage situation she had good experience yes and it was just another good example you know yeah um they're they're both very different but they were both good examples of women in sex work that don't have a sob story that do it because they want to and they like it and they enjoy it exactly that exists. It's that, nice to see yeah. that once in yeah. a while because it's always they Shit were the sexually media, abused. Dra- or they have to support and, drug, yeah, yeah, drug habits, or they're trafficked, or they were down on their luck, so they had to do it. Like it was right. out of desperation. No, these are women that chose, like, left careers and chose that, just as I did. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It we exist. It I can't even imagine you working a fucking nine to five for someone else. No, I'd be trying to fucking dom my boss, like. <sighs> seriously You're not lying though i would i would somehow be trying to manipulate the situation to incorporate some sex work like for sure somehow i would or you'd want to be the boss of the company right right 
so I'd be trying to dom whoever was the boss to yes. get away with shit. I just, yeah. that's what I do. That's what I did with the pimp. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's just, that's what I do. But um, yeah, you know, I just, some people, I know some are like just get now getting into it because it's trendy and it's safe. And, you know, it's like we, we crawled so y'all could walk type thing. Yeah. Like, um, honestly, you know, like this OnlyFans and shit. I get it, but that's not no real hoeing. Like, that's never going to compare to no real hoeing. Like, that's, you know... It's a form of sex work, but it's not interactions with people. It's not. It's not. It's so different. It's so fucking sheltered and different. So it's like people that, I, I don't know there's I, just, a, I think there's a level of safety with OnlyFans. of course that because you're not actually having physical interaction you're not getting naked in front of a stranger in a room you're not fucking you know what i mean like yeah. it's a very it's a very sheltered protected way of sex and work. if you don't like the way that your client is behaving just shut your fucking you can, shit off you turn it off it's very easy Block there's them. no confrontation there's no talking your way out of a danger situation yeah so i you know i guess for some people it's better for certain personalities yeah i just feel like a lot of people are trying it now that it is yes agree there's that safety net but you know some of us were have been around when it wasn't safe and we're doing the parts that aren't so safe and are great at it and thriving and you know i just I want people to just know. That, I can like, still remember the first time you and I remember the first time Kia went to go dance somewhere. We were yeah. fucking young. Young. We were really young. Teenagers. Yes. I remember the first time <clears throat> I, I did. Were we even out of high school? No. We weren't. Mm-mm. I didn't think I so. I had bought like some outfits, like lingerie type outfits, and I started dancing in Solano County. So, like Vallejo, there was a, a club called Choice that yep. burned down, and it was this ghetto ass, like Chinese lady that owned it. And it was just full of pimps full of fucking pimps so intimidating intimidating ass situation it was like a hood ass club it wasn't like a white gentleman's club you know and I also danced at this place called JJ's that was on Travis Air Force Base and I was thinking oh okay it's just gonna be like military guys yeah military guys you know they'll probably be well behaved no that shit was ghetto as fuck too (laughs) and then like we're like small young ass girls and like the the girls that had been working there some were cool and then some they bully you you know they try to bully you and you can't just be fighting them if you want to work there so there was like all these intimidating situations but I remember when I was dancing at at Travis Air Force Base this guy came up to me after I had got off stage and he gave me like 40 bucks and he was like I can tell you're hella fucking young he was like I don't know why you're doing this you know you think this is fun whatever but just here I don't even want to dance I just want to give you this he like felt bad for me and I was like well thank you you know if you change your mind please keep feeling bad for me (laughs) please if you change your mind let me know like if you end up wanting a dance or something he was like no I just I know you're new he's like no you're gonna get me arrested (laughs) he was like I know you're new and you're fucking young and um, I never seen you here before and just here, just take it. Was that like, was nice. All right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That was kind of nice. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, I, I just knew, you know, even when I was a little kid, like in having people hit on me in as a kid, like gross older men hitting on me. I wasn't scared. I was like thinking of ways I could use it to my yeah, benefit. Yeah, we know. Yeah. I was terrified. <laughs> 
And you were like, pull out your wiener and jack off for me if you're serious about this shit. I drove past that hot tub today. Every time I drive by, I think of it. There's a preschool next door. Yes. And there's always been a preschool next door. So I was thinking to myself, if he would have like, if a cop happened to be driving down. Yes. Like you're in front, you're next door within 10 feet of a preschool with your dick out. Yes. If you guys missed that story what episode do you know oh god not off the top of my head i would have to think for a minute but it was a previous like one of our first episodes we were we were 15 years old we were in a hot tub and a taco bell employee was like on his way home from work yes he had just got off shift he was this older mexican man he wasn't our age anywhere near nowhere near and we were in bikinis and and we were sitting in a hot tub at at a on a very busy street at a motel that we were just hanging out at (laughs) because we rented a room we would get rooms to hang out because our grandparents like didn't want us having company yeah and we wanted to hang out so So we we acted like we had an apartment yeah and we were out taking a dip it was like a rainy day it was he was walking home from work and he was gawking at us yep and you were like hey i was like come here and he came up to the gate because it was like a gated hot tub and i was thinking in my head here the fuck she goes we're gonna die we're gonna fucking why die. didn't i ask him for money that was the dumb part yeah. but yeah i i had him pull or a dick 40 out. it's something <laughs> bones strawberry something hill back then he, I had him pull his dick out. You were like, if you want, basically it was like, if you want my number, let me see your dick. And then you were like, touch it. Jack it off. I don't think he spoke English and very well. And it's so well. funny. I can remember you were always way skinnier than me. And I was standing behind you, looking around your shoulder, watching. Watching me command him to do very illegal things with kids on the sidewalk <laughs> what as we're kids and oh fucking God. he did it no hesitation just did whatever you said and it was shiny it was and mm-hmm. it was a pink helmet i remember and i was telling him to like stroke his dick in front of us and he stood there and did it for like 10 <laughs> fucking minutes and i was just thinking we're gonna die we're getting fucking kidnapped and raped thanks to her <laughs> and then he just and then you didn't even give him your number you were like okay bye and he laughed thank you senor and probably (laughs) bye adios and she probably made his whole week dude oh my god oh my god yeah imagine dude that was just one of many fucking weird situations that i'd just be inclined to do like i just that that Let's, felt natural that wanted wasn't, to test your powers and out. it wasn't a big deal to me like after it wasn't like oh my god could you believe that no it was very regular like i was like that was okay that was cool like you know I can do this. I can fucking do this. Did you see me work? You see, you guys? So some of us are fucking built for this, like, naturally. You you definitely, because I was fucking terrified. (laughs) You were like, here we go. It's showtime. Yes. Handled it. Anyways, props to me, young little me. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Seriously. So while we're on the subject of sex, uh, have you seen, um, I read an article where controversial virginity tests are being offered at UK clinics. And what? Th- and they're basically, so they're a violation of the World Health Organization, the WHO. 
Mm-hmm. However, they're not illegal. And there's 20 countries where they use them. They're not illegal. Guess they're who's like, one yeah, of them? yeah, we're doing that. Who? The U.S. What? They're not illegal here. I looked it up. So some doctors are actually offering that. Yeah, and what they do is... What they, do you do? You bring your kid to get their hymen checked? Yep. It, it's a test to check to see if the hymen's intact. And they had interviewed a few gynecologists and all of them said the same thing. It's not an accurate representation of virginity if your hymen is fucking not intact. It's not. Because over time, it'll just disintegrate, right? Or it can be injured horseback riding or putting yeah. in a tampon or... It, there's riding numerous... Bikes, like... Falling on a fence yeah. on your crotch as a kid, like it's not an accurate indicator of not having sex and so there's a lot of people speaking out against them that's very third world feeling that's very what the fuck that's why are they doing that so there was a woman interviewed who was supposed to go to an have an arranged marriage and her parents were very abusive and she was saying that one day when she was hanging out with a group of friends there happened to be boys um and one of her parents' friends saw that and went to her parents and said, hey, so-and-so, so-and-so, we saw her with her boyfriend. And, you know, so the parents, the abusive parents of this girl had told her, um, you have to go get a virginity test because your husband is not going to want you if you're not pure. And your word is not good enough. She actually ran away and left her family and hasn't spoken to them rightfully so because she was so terrified yeah um and then listen to this playing on people's fears online over there Mm -hmm. you can also buy a hymen repair kit give me a break so the people that wrote this article they ordered some just to see what it was one of them from germany showed up it was 140 american dollars the kit came with vagina tightening gel plastic tweezers a blood capsule three extra baggies of fake blood and no instructions you know what they're like put this fake halloween blood capsule in your pussy in your pussy and we're gonna give you this tightening cream so when they go in to swab or something it'll Mm -hmm. make you fucking bleed yeah really we're gonna give you three extra bags of blood so you can con three more multiple inspections yeah are you kidding me? That's so dumb and fucking Isn't wrong. that horrible? That's the so whole wrong. fucking thing is horrible. So there's a bunch of people speaking out against it, trying to get it banned. But I couldn't fucking Ew. believe. Listen, virginity is a societal construct I was just gonna say, to it's oppress not even women. A thing. It's not, right. It's not even a fucking thing. Who, it doesn't mean you're fucking pure. It doesn't mean no. you're better than someone who's fucked 30 people by the time they're fucking 20. <sighs> It, it it's all for societal sake and yeah these the, standards these weird standards that the purity put, balls that these girls yes, do with their dads promising their daddies and shit that's gross I'm, how about don't worry about my vagina i'm promising you my pussy until i get married daddy yeah it's fucking creepy that's really it, gross the obsession with virginity is creepy and we actually had a listener write in who wanted to know if um if you were comfortable answering if you've ever taken a client's virginity uh male clients i mean they tell who knows they, yeah they tell me that but they tell me anything right. you know what i mean so they're like 
oh, I want, you know, I've had a lot of, I have a lot of young clients too, so it could be believable with some, but they're like, you know, I am curious about anal play and I've never done it and I want to do it with a woman because then I won't be gay if you do it. Right. So I want you to do it and then I see if I like it or not. So they act like they're making this, you know, they're exploring this for the but first virginity. time. Yeah, with me. But in reality, you know, whatever. You, yeah. Some people have told me that and my whole fucking arm could damn near go in their <gasps> asshole. And I'm like, you're not a virgin. Liar, but, <laughs> liar. <laughs> you've been doing something. Liar. Yeah, something's been in there. Maybe nobody else did it, but you've been doing my something. My whole hand could yeah, go in Yeah, like asshole. it's gaping open. <laughs> like you're not, this. you're hello, not a butt virgin. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> so... But, you know, I have been told that, yeah. Virginity's so stupid. It's so dumb, and it's not an indication of anything. Anything. Tell you what, I would rather have someone experience that fucks hella good than a virgin. All like, day. Yeah, right? It never made sense to me. Like, why you want some inexperienced ass, nervous, like, boring bed partner anyway? Wouldn't you want the hoe that could fuck every which way and do it right and be really good at it? It goes back to the creepy... Um, I want you all for my pure, young, untainted Untainted. Girl. You're not tainted, so it's just for me to ruin it so dumb it's so fucking dumb it, gro- it would gross me out if i was dating a guy who had an obsession with virginity yeah or talked about taking virginity do you like kids bitch what yes the fuck that's is the what problem I, why are you expecting me to I be think. like a kid yeah I, that's why body count and all that kind of shit like my kids don't talk to me about those kind of conversations but if they ever do i will be more than willing to tell them fuck whoever the fuck you want i've already I have talked a rule. to the girls don't worry i have a rule that if i fuck you one time it doesn't count anyway that's I'm a like, trial that was your audition like that doesn't even count that's Let's not part of my count dance. right and it, it's you may not make it to the finals or you know what i mean like I, <laughs> that's not right i don't give a fuck about body counts and shit like that's nope. so what i lost count so long ago like <laughs> and i already told you know mark and i had this conversation we've probably had it a hundred times but i don't give a fuck no I don't as no, long as once it, you get to that point like I want you to be safe so I want you to be yep. old enough to be safe and like know how to do things safely but like safety is the only concern yes if you want to sell that shit if you want to give it to all your friends yep um and just be friends you know yes. what I'm saying like that's gonna be your choice totally Def- and I'm not gonna judge you for it just don't do it in my house because I'll be grossed out yeah it's not fucking 1950 anymore no fucking. I just I don't understand that kind and of and let me tell you I know we have young girl listeners if a guy asks you your body count you tell him it's none of your fucking you're worried business. about the wrong shit you make him feel like a child for asking right that. and you tell him now I don't want to talk to you yeah anymore. that was a turn off actually huge mm-hmm. don't ever tell anybody because it's nobody's no. business whether it's five or five hundred that's no one's business it's like whatever and and what I is the purpose of knowing I'm trying to think the last time somebody asked me that. Ugh. And I had to laugh. Like, are you serious? Like, do you really want to know? I've been I don't a think you can like, handle it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you don't want me to blow your you, mind for real. You're going to be mad or yeah. upset or get your male ego feelings hurt. Like, yeah. like I call myself a sexpert. Yeah. Like, that's an indication yes. if you need to know. You know right. what I mean? If that's something you're concerned Years about, you, of research. you should not be talking to me. No. I have a PhD in right. this shit. Like, <laughs> I'm a professor. You should not be talking I'm to me. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. It's all if you need to know. If that's something you're worried about, I'm not for you. No. No. No, and I don't want 
I just don't want any young girls to feel like they owe that information no, to anybody. No, because virginity is so weird. That is something I should probably bring up to Bunny. Just, you know, she's that age. Yeah. She ain't been around nobody alone to, like, have that happen. But, you know, I've eventually. had a few random talks with all three girls here and there about yeah. sex. And you never owe anybody any of your business, your right. partners, as far as how many. The only thing that you owe them is if you're you're safe or been tested. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, exactly don't fuck that we got to get out of this like weird parenting and like you know have the awkward have a new generation of like more self-aware kids self-confident self-aware like not afraid to speak about these things you know because being intimidated when i was younger had a lot to do with the decisions I made. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I owed sexual shit yes. to guys I was talking to. Yep. I want the kids to know they don't owe anybody that. If I make out with you and we go to second base or whatever, third base, I still don't owe you a fuck. No. Like ever. Even if so, they fucking you even touch if I get their naked. dick or whatever, yeah. their pussy. Nope. Even if we get naked, I yep. have the right to change my mind. Yeah. You know, and I feel like when that pressure is put on you and stuff, you feel obligated and those situations, I don't I don't want the kids to ever feel like they <clears throat> owe it. There's a show, I don't know if you watched it. I've been watching it with Stevie. She's been having me watch and a few with Naya, but it's called Jenny and Georgia. I have it, but Mona and Bunny watch it and they really like it. So Stevie, the way she, she approached me about watching it she goes she's a super feminist both of them yeah (laughs) all of our kids are um she approached me and she was like i really want you to watch this with me and she explained you know the premise and she's like and the mom really reminds me of you and and after watching it i feel like she's a combination of both of us because she's um a master scammer She killed her ex. She killed. Sorry, spoilers. She kills um, her ex, her last husband because she caught him rubbing on her daughter inappropriately. Oh, but she uses and does with men what she needs. Good. Takes their money. That part reminds me of you. Good girl. Her parenting style is me. And, And so she's very open about sex. Like her daughter came to her and told her the first time like she got eaten out and shit. And oh. she was like, oh, God. She has a Southern accent. Oh, God. just like me. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, God, we're doing this. Hold on. Oh, God. And she's a really cute little white girl. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this one scene where they're brushing their teeth together. And the daughter, she's 16. She runs her electric toothbrush, runs out of batteries. So she make a masturbation joke. Jo- Georgia, the mom goes, hold on. She goes in the other room, comes back with her vibrator, pulls the batteries out, hands them to the daughter oh for her toothbrush. But she's just very open and very yeah. honest. And um, That's good. I think that's good to have shit like that on yeah. TV. And just you know, take away the awkwardness. Because awkwardness prevents the learning that yep. needs to happen. You know what I mean? And yep. the emb- take away the embarrassment. I crack a lot of jokes when yeah. I discuss sex with the girls. I do too. Like, I remember when Stingers was like 13 or 14 or something. He was talking about a girl or whatever. And I said something like, did you finger her? Or something. <laughs> and I remember they were like mortified, but like joke about that shit. Yep. Like take away the embarrassment and the awkwardness so that 
it's more comfortable if it needs to be brought up. You know what I mean? Stevie like, told me that the other day when I was talking. Of course, you know, I was talking about sex. And she was like, you are so comfortable. I wish you weren't so comfortable no. talking about this with me. <laughs> no, later you'll be thankful. That and that's what I told her. I'm like, you're going to be thankful that you have a mom yeah. that you guys can come to with sex questions. I had no one to tell me about my fucking period. Like, right. I discharged. I thought I was like... Dirty. alien i thought it was a fucking alien mm-hmm. for three years like you know what i mean i we had to figure this shit out on our own like we had no one to teach us shit i was very modest too so and I didn't we didn't have the to. internet no <laughs> so imagine trying to figure shit out on your own and those are things people don't talk about yeah so like yeah we were a very we were in a very uncomfortable place growing up yeah i learned a lot from the sex ed at school um the videos i don't even think we had that at school i have a funny sex ed story i don't know if i've told this before but sixth grade there was a girl we went to school with um she was a little uh odd okay i'm gonna use odd okay she was cool though never had an issue with her um we watched the video and it's talking about growing hair on your puss and shit and yeah we didn't have no shit like that at school yeah so we're all talking about it afterwards and um i happened to have to use the bathroom and the girl had to use the bathroom so we went in the bathroom and we're talking and i'm like i don't even have any body hair yet i didn't and she goes i do and she lifts up her dress and shows me her full bush like full <gasps> grown-ass woman bush we're in sixth grade oh number God. one where's your panties in sixth grade she didn't have panties on no oh, no 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 and she had on a dress but <gasps> she just freely lifted up her dress and she was like i do and i just remember it was like this monster bush and i was mortified i was like oh, oh. my god body hair used to freak it was me so awkward out. what do i say that's a nice one <laughs> I, you know i just you're stood grown there. i was like <laughs> doing grown women shit what? i was just like oh i don't have that yeah it was awkward as fuck but she was very comfortable so her mother must have been really yeah comfy you know talking to her about that type of shit but yeah we had sex ed in in sixth grade seventh grade i got kicked out of every school i went to at that point so i might have missed it but i never sat in on any of that they were such awkward videos on my own (laughs) in a very weird way is how i learned you had to learn surveying your friends do you have yes definitely yeah well like show me yours and i'll show you mine and then yeah like like, how long do you bleed for is it normal yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember having a lot of those conversations. I was also like having full on sexual relationships with girls by that age too. Like, yeah, scissoring was like hella normal thing. Anytime <laughs> I spend the night, we're scissoring. Like, <laughs> get ready. I just want to know music if people do you have tether play ball poles? while we scissor. What what are we? What tape are we going to listen to? What flavor Capri Sun do you have so we can drink <laughs> after. after we're done? And we could scissor in the shower. There was a lot of that kind of shit going on. You know what? I stayed the night at um. She had went to my grandma's daycare. She was a few years younger than me, but I had stayed the I'm night. Like, don't at- say her name. No, no, oh. no. <laughs> I stayed the night at her house, mm-hmm. and her stepsisters were over there, and they were a year older than me. And I was taking a shower, and the one stepsister came and got in the shower with me, and she had a full-on bush, and um, I could tell that she wanted she to wanted experiment, to fuck but I was like, Mm-mm. Oh. you know, I was like twelve. <laughs> But I was like, oh, no, 
I just would rather fuck tetherball poles. Me, I was like having full on sex. You're with like girls. spread your pussy. And her, I remember her mom was banging on the door, like, "You guys need to get out of there. Why are you both in there right now?" And we said something like we were trying to save water so we could just have one shower, but we were really like fucking in the shower. <laughs> very fucking inappropriate very very inappropriate i grew up taking showers with some of my friends but never did anything sexual probably because i'm not attracted to fucking girls if i was i probably would have for sure i fucked all my friends (laughs) like all of them when i was a kid all of the neighbor like multiple neighbors actually like all of them all their and i think i initiated it i bet you did yeah of course do you want to touch my tits take your pants off let me show you this really cool thing. Shut up. Do you want to take a break? Yes, please. Hey, you guys. Shit is heavy in the world right now, and some days feels like it's falling apart. I know for me personally, my anxiety has been out of control lately. If you're stressed, dealing with anger, grief, trauma, maybe having some relationship issues, or even having trouble sleeping, This is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health today. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. That's betterhelp.com slash hello. Hey guys, we also wanted to share a website with you that has some great sex toys, literally for all categories. If you're into self-pleasure, if you're looking for bondage equipment, if you're looking for things to use on your partner, things to enhance your experience with your partner, go to cduniverse.com and search for sex toys. You could also just Google CD Universe sex toys and the pages will come up. There's, it's limitless. I spent about an hour on CD Universe website the other day um, looking through a massive inventory. If you want to bang yourself, bang your partner, they even have fucking things I didn't even know they made. Uh, lube shooters. Yeah. Uh, they're wieners <laughs> that you fill with lube and you fucking shoot them at your partner. Yes. I want to use one as a water gun. Anyways, they just have a, there's pages and anything you can think of they is on it. that, is on there. It's yeah. pretty fucking cool. The prices are so affordable. I was really shocked at how affordable some of the stuff was. So what I found is that the stores in person, they're super marked up. So if I know what I'm looking for, I tend to like see it in a store and then I'll order it online. Cause you can almost always get a better price online. Yeah. Um, also, everybody everybody doesn't carry everything so like certain stores are good for certain items cd universe has everything it's literally one-stop shop and excellent pricing so be there or be square (laughs) we have a special offer right now with hella infused cbd infused beauty products Uh, We mentioned them last episode, but they're running a special for Hello Dysfunction listeners. If you use the code HelloDysfunction at checkout, you get free shipping and a free surprise gift. Not only that, but the coolest part, 
All proceeds from Hello Dysfunction listener purchases will go to the nonprofit organization Sisters Helping Hands. Um, Hella Infused is trying to raise $1,000 to feed the homeless, and they've given us this special code exclusively for our listeners, and your all of your proceeds will go to that fund. So you guys, let's do our part, get some great CBD-infused products, and support others in our community. Um, they're at hellainfused.com or hella underscore infused on Instagram. Every week, you guys complain that after you finish our weekly episode, you don't know where to go next. We have the perfect suggestion. Radical Musings with Rosanna Arquette. A lot of you have messaged us lately about the Farrell versus Allen HBO documentary, and her first episode is an interview with Ronan Farrow, who is Mia Farrow's son. Rosanna was one of the first to come out against Harvey Weinstein. She's done interviews with Q-Tip, Jane Fonda. She's also protested social justice issues, climate change alongside Jane Fonda. If you've ever seen the movie Desperately Seeking Susan, she's in that. I was a big fan as a kid. She shares a lot of our same views, and it's very interesting. There's a lot of Hollywood insider stuff, and highly, highly recommend you guys listen. So wherever you stream your podcasts, please go listen, rate, review, subscribe, and tell her that Hello Dysfunction sent you. So today is actually Danny Brown's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Danny. Happy birthday, Danny. You guys go on social media. Tell them happy birthday. You know, really quick, um, before we get into the second half, we have a listener um, who's been battling cancer like the last two years, and she had a really rough period the last two weeks. Mm. So I just want to say, get better, Crystal. Feel better. Sending you lots of hugs. Yeah, we're all rooting for you. That shit sucks. Um, so this week we're, I'm taking the kids to the snow. I'm the only grown up. So there's no grown ups going is what you're telling me. Pray for pee pee. (laughs) That's going to be hella fun though. You and all the kids. Me and all my kids and my granddaughter in the snow. Oh, it's going to be a blast. Yep. I rented a big cabin and we're staying for three nights. That's hella fun. There's gonna, I, in one photo, there's a really big bathtub in front of a window oh. that I'm hoping to utilize when I get for there. For photos? Mm-hmm. Good job. Um, lots of sleds and whatnot. Yeah. I haven't really ever spent time in the snow. Like, I've never skied. I've never snowboarded. I've never done any, like, real snow stuff. Sledding's a lot of fun. And just a tip. Yeah. Don't pay $30 to go to a snow park where you can sled and shit. There's so many. Just do it. Yep. Yeah, that's Just what I go, was like, off the side somewhere. That's what we did. We found one, and it was fucking free. Yeah. I'm excited. The house has sleds there. So nice. we don't have to, like, buy any and transport them or anything. It's going to be fun. I'm it's looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I made sure it was one that was really close to a grocery store so I could just buy, like, hella yep. food and stuff and um, be cozy. Yeah. So. It's hella fun. You can turn the heaters up 
and the fireplace on and not have to worry about the pg and e girl i don't great. anyway I, I refuse to same freeze. i'd be cranking that bitch up mark does but <laughs> i don't i'm looking forward to it though so i will take some photos and whatnot maybe some kind of footage can be added to the patreon yeah for our private i hope it's pleasure. you tumbling down the snow hill <laughs> and crying yes <laughs> getting i'm mad telling at bunny what to record right yeah that'll be fun definitely um, i have a story that i didn't remember to tell last week but i'm gonna tell it now oh good um so Mona was we were watching TV the other day and it was like somebody like about mental health or something. And she goes, do you remember that time we were in Party City and me and Stinkers were little and we oh were there. God. We were looking for costumes and um, we were like, you know, look all looking at the wall or whatever. And then some lady was next to you and she was like blurting out shit and you turned to her and you were like what the fuck did you just say and she didn't answer you right away so you asked her again and then you like got all up in her face and you was about to hit her and some lady ran over and was like no 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 she has Tourette's <gasps> she doesn't know what she's saying like she's not talking to you but I want to say she was saying bitch she or was something. like stupid bitch <laughs> I was like, Stupid bitch, what? <laughs> and I said, it was just us. And she was like, yeah. And I'm thinking, you're fucking parenting again. There just you go. let's fight. You know, I fought with them at Disney on Ice before. Yeah, they're fucking traumatized. Yes, those poor kids. So uh, I D- said, I don't remember, but it sounds about right. She goes, yeah, the lady had to come over and like calm you down and shit because you were like about to hit the other lady. And she had to explain to you like she didn't know she was and saying she it. she had a fucking ill, you yes. know. Uh, but you know what? Disorder. like keep an eye on her because like so everybody ain't gonna be patient enough to find that out the right thing is with 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 verbal tics you know, inappropriate verbal tics yeah. i would think that um somebody should be by don't them. just leave them on their own in public They're in like, richmond fuck you ugly bitch <laughs> fuck that's what you keep saying you're getting punched yeah 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 Yeah, but i was cracking up and i was like fuck how many more stories like this does she have so you know it fucking made her feel some kind of way because she's like i remember this all these years <laughs> <laughs> halloween is a trigger yeah for me Party because City. of you it's a trigger when i have to get lonnie's <laughs> costume i think about that i thought it was jail was police gonna come get us and take us to our daddy <gasps> oh jesus christ <laughs> what the fuck yeah but i said well that sounds about right and you know, i have an uncle with tourette's and yeah. he used to blurt out like cuss words and i just remember my grandpa he would be like in the spare bedroom at their house and my grandpa would be like get him out of here nobody wants to hear that goddamn shit and he would just be, he had no <laughs> so patience no tolerance or understanding whatsoever for the illness and my grandma would be trying to explain it and he'd be like i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear the shit he can shut the fuck up yeah. i can hear yes. bill flipping yes. out so uh it's just funny that later that i i was involved in a situation with the same same takes and and you acted like bill <laughs> just like <laughs> totally bill. unreasonable i just didn't know I yeah didn't yeah know. Yeah, it's yeah. not like she told you and you're like, I'm still going to slap I'm the shit out of her. I'm fucking punch her. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I didn't know. So you want to hear some more triggering, traumatizing shit? Always. So I came across this article on Vice. And it was about waffle stomping. So I thought, oh, maybe it's going to be something sexual, right? Like a fetish? Like blue waffle, yeah. you know, something weird. No. Did you? know? You probably don't. 
I didn't either. One in 30 people. Let me finish before you say anything. One in 30. (laughs) (laughs) What? Tell me. One in 30 people shits in the shower and waffle stomps it down the drain. Shut the fuck up. With their foot. I'm leaving. Smashes it. I'm leaving. Waffle stomps it. Motherfucking now. Even better, a small. Wait a minute. One in how many people? 30. That's, That's a large. Low, that's a low ass average. I feel like it's fucking high. One in 30 people? That's a no, lot. No, I mean, of, that's that's a low gap. That's a yes. low. That's a high amount. Yes. That's a, high that's amount a of lot people. of people comfortable with stepping on their poop in the shower. But listen, it gets better. An even smaller percentage, they shit in the shower, but they do a dump and toss. Pick it up. You know Open what? the shower, dump it in the toilet. Why couldn't you just sit on the toilet from jump? It's a real fucking thing. And it's so gross. I am not okay with people. The more, listen to me, the longer I go without you should sex. see her face. She got so <laughs> I'm serious. so fucking irritated right now. The longer I go without sex and the longer I think about humanity... Um, and I'm not interacting. And, You're okay and with being celibate, I'm right? I'm okay with being like this forever because I just tweeted the other day, um, like I never, I, I get really grossed out thinking about how many people I made out with that probably never scraped their tongue before. Oh my God. Like sucking on their tongue, like yes. making out heavily and yes. they probably never sucked their tongue. I mean, they probably never. <laughs> they never sucked <laughs> their own tongue. <laughs> they never scraped it. Yes. You know, in their life. And I think about that and I'm like, how am I ever going to go back to comfortably being sexual with another human being. I dated a guy who every time he drank, he had the most horrible breath. And it made me think he probably had plaque buildup in the back of his that fucking was holding, teeth. That was holding on to the flavors. Yes. This right here. Young and dumb. Waffle stomping. There's a, I can't believe there was a name for it. I could have went the rest of my life without knowing that's a thing. So, and then I started thinking, how do, I, I have to be comfortable when we shit. I've already talked about it. I got to have my clothes off. I got to sit on the toilet. Like, no one can be around. What kind of person S- is are able to standing? relax? Are you squatting? How are you able to relax your sphincter enough to shit standing or whatever in the shower? What kind of caveman are you doing that but what? the toilet is right there and i know it feels gross to sit on the toilet soaking wet i've done it before i think it but would feel grosser to shit in hot water and have steam steamy shit air yeah. surrounding you and then you're okay with your oh. barefoot smashing it and so what it goes between your toes and you're like i'll just oh use the God. bath loofah i want to fight it. i want to fight everyone i want to so, fight i posted about it on my facebook one of our listeners commented and said said they what? were camping and there was a sign in the camp bathroom showers that said do not shit in the showers and i said that's because that's a thing imagine how many people had to have shit in there to, to warrant a making sign. a sign yes so it happens i'm furious i'm on fire right now so the list of questions you have to ask a potential partner are even longer do you do you wash your legs do you wash the bottom of your fucking plates do you scrape your tongue have you shit in the shower are you comfortable with pooping in the shower and you shove it down with your foot (laughs) you waffles you piece of fucking shit person (laughs) 
Oh my god! If anybody's ever done this in your fucking don't life, ever fucking. in your wild college days or whatever, there nothing will justify it. No, but I want to know. <laughs> Listen, peeing is okay. Go ahead and pee. Pee all you want. Fi- whatever. Fine. Peeing is fine. It's I don't so care. Piss on the walls if you want. But shitting. Poo. What kind of fucking animal? Who raised you? Who fucking poop knives you? and pooping oh, in the God, shower? I forgot about Do you the bring the poop devices. knife in the shower with you to stab to it stab down? Stab it down. I forgot a poop knife was the thing. Yes. You know, I lose faith in humanity more and more every day, and I'm just like okay with being alone forever. Yeah. Forever, I'm cool. Like I don't even fucking need <laughs> another person. Because what if you find out Mark did that before? I'd be pissed. Back in the day. And he thought it was hella funny. And he was like, actually, I did that before. I what would, if you find that out? I'd be so... You're going to think about that the next time you blow It's going to ruin yeah. how fucking hot I still think he is. It's yeah. going to go down You're going to think about it during sh- sex. Or seven. You'll think about it. You're going to envision yes. it during sex. You were okay with squishing poo between your toes so that it would go down the drain. How dare you ruin the pipes like that? <sighs> That's really inconsiderate. Bad, huh? I'm mad that you fucking knew that. I couldn't wait to share this with you. Wow, thanks. Thanks, Crystal. I've been holding on to this for like four days. I wanted to text it to you so bad. No, that's disgusting and I'm pissed. I'm so pissed. Do you know anyone that did this? Did you do it yourself? Please write us and let us know. Let me know if if you've witnessed. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you've witnessed somebody shitting. And in the shower that's that's going beyond i feel like even reasonable if you're the the only time i don't know if you're really sick you're dying maybe you can have the runs if you're dying yes yeah if you have incontinence issues yeah. and it happens on accident if you're an you're able-bodied there, human and you're doing mm-hmm. that then there's no excuse then you're probably not washing your legs <sighs> Yeah, because then, no, I'm not going to go into detail about that. We're done. We're off this. Because <laughs> uh-uh. my, my, my imagination, just like the splash, is there some backsplash onto your legs? So now You're there's poo in my shower legs. drain? Now there's poo inside so your So if it jeans. ever backs up, your poo water's touching me. Please stop. Please. Ugh. If I found out one of my kids did that. Oh, my God. They're in trouble. They're You're in, kicked out. Your phone goes... <laughs> No, you don't live here. Your life goes. You don't live here anymore. You're not my child. No, (laughs) fuck no. Could you imagine? No, they would never. I can't imagine any of the kids doing that. Oh my God. Never. Please, no. Change the subject. What else you got? Um... So, did you read about Anita Baker having to fight for her masters? How dare them? I didn't read about it, but like, what's the situation? She, the label owned it? So someone owned her masters mm-hmm. and there I saw is, the headlines, I just didn't read the details. And she said she I think it was a tweet she put out or a post and it said that um she outlived her contract by the grace of God. Um and she's referencing what's called the copyright revision, which allows musicians to retain their masters after thirty five years. You just yeah. get them back. But So um, why can't she do that? According to the Future of Music Coalition, there are several steps that need to be done in order to gain um, copyright under the law. I feel like 
she's a fucking legend give her and her she's shit. earned her shit give her whatever she wants fuck at them this point steps give her her fucking shit yeah like goddamn she's put in so much work and time and hits into the industry like that's insulting to her that she even has to struggle with this she's inspired how many musicians we have today right give that fucking woman her shit and then i came across um I don't know where I came across it. Might have been an article, but there's an app called Mariah. It's M I I R I Y A. Mm-hmm. And it's an app specifically to shop black owned businesses. That's good. Yeah. So I went on there and I looked just a little bit under mm-hmm. beauty, and there's body butters and bath shit and face cream and mm-hmm. all, lip glosses and eyelashes and things good. like that. Um, but there's a bunch of different categories and everything on there is sold by yeah, a black owned business. That's great. So I think that's fucking awesome. It is also because a lot of, uh, at least with beauty products, things that start out as black owned end up getting bought by fucking Johnson and Johnson and all these other yeah. larger corporations. So it gets confusing after a while, you yeah. know, cause c- businesses that started out black owned, are not anymore right um so that would keep you up to date on that and a lot of them are small oh good which i think is great yeah support independent business yeah so if you need stuff check it out um you want to do we have um some listener shout outs yeah okay i haven't watched anything this week except the chrisley's <laughs> i didn't realize their episodes are only 20 minutes long and they have fucking like hella seasons a trillion i had no idea i had no idea they've been going that long so yeah i'm I'm embedded you're into it Mm -hmm, totally i went and listened to the daughter's podcast she has Mm -hmm, the the older daughter uh uh-huh an episode um but she didn't give up any juice not a lot of dirt really no it was kind of basically what you said she didn't want to it had just happened though when she was speaking about it it was only like two oh. weeks old so okay she probably didn't want to fan she the fire like a fan very, the flames she seems like a very passive personality like timid almost on the show um which makes it more fucked up because it's like you guys chose her to try to punk her into taking the charge or whatever yeah so I'm not really surprised she's not airing it out. The episode I listened to, what is it? Coffee Convos or something. It mm-hmm. was pretty, um, it was a pretty cute little podcast. Yeah. They share a lot of stuff about Teen Mom and mm. shit like that. It was interesting mm-hmm. to hear stuff like that. Um, we have some bur- uh, shout outs. So here, oh, I'll let you read these too. My old ass knee. Your old lady knees. Um, there. Okay. There and then there. Hey ladies, I've been listening since episode one and used to listen to Ask Potterfria show too. <laughs> Your favorite. I was hoping for a birthday shout out for myself. My birthday is March 15th. I love the show. It has made me feel better about my own dysfunction and trust me, there's a bunch. Love y'all. It would be the best gift. I'm going to suck it easy and go to bed. Good girl. <laughs> so happy birthday, um, baby Jai. Happy birthday, loves. Yeah. I'm going to do another one. Okay. 
Hello, ladies. I was hoping to give my mom, Paula, a birthday shout out. Her birthday is March 13th, and she is absolutely going to fangirl when she hears you gals wish her a happy birthday. She introduced me to the podcast, and ever since then, we are hooked. We both love the podcast so much. Thank you. So listen, Paula actually... Uh, became a Patreon member. Oh, really? Um, and her daughter got it for her as Aww, her birthday present. Nice. And Paula wrote in and wrote a super nice message Aww, saying that it was her gift. A good birthday, Paula. Yeah, happy birthday. That's cute. I love that. Me too. I like it when moms and daughters listen together. Yeah. I think that's something to bond over. Mm-hmm. All right. Sorry, you guys. I'm digging for some listener questions. Jesus Christ on a cracker. Hold on. Okay. <clears throat> this is called I Hate My Best Friend's Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That I, brings up a question too, but I'll wait till you're done. Really quick. Padafria has on socks with avocados <laughs> and they're really fucking cute. <laughs> oh, thanks. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> okay. Hi, ladies. Love you, beautiful ladies, and love the show. Been a fan since the Little Debbie episode, first one I listened to, although I've listened to every single one now. Thank you for all you do for your listeners and breaking the stigma around fucked up families, mental health, and all real-life bullshit. This is kind of a long thing, but I feel the need to give you all the details. So my cousin, who also happens to be my best friend, has been dating this guy for almost two years. At first, I was really welcoming as I always am, and was really happy she found someone new and she seemed to be in the best place mentally in a long time. As we interacted more, I just couldn't stand him. Mm -hmm. Our first couple interactions, he was always shy and super reserved. Until he got a few drinks in him, then he'd get super drunk, always talk about himself, and bring the conversation back to something about him. Uh Uh-oh. They've started drinking less... And he's so quiet and doesn't talk or really have conversations with us. It's very awkward. As they continue the relationship, I see so many flags of a huge narcissist. My best friend and I haven't hung out, just us, since they've been together. He has over-positive, fake bullshit posts on social media about how life is always so good. Let's get this money, have a killer day, fam, shit like that. Every single day. But wait, here's the killer part that just blew things up. This winter, they went on vacation and posted that they were at a more expensive place, tagged the location on social media, and then in the live video posted on social media and the pictures, you can clearly see that they are at a less expensive place. The thing is, I go here all the time. It's a good deal, and you can go to this place two times for the price of the other place. I get it. It's probably to flex on social media, but they look dumb, and I'm just disappointed that she's going along with the fake story. I know she's in love with him, and I am really happy she's happy. I'm just worried. Sorry, I got to find my place. I'm just worried that she's going to be with a narcissist and is blind to love and won't see the red flags till she's 10 years down the road and repeating patterns we've both experienced and witnessed growing up. So what should I do? Continue to just stay in my lane, mind my own business, and worry about my own, or try to have a conversation with her. I'm just worried I'll overstep and lose her more than it feels like I already have. She's my best friend, and I feel like we haven't really been able to hang out as girlfriends and do girl things. Help. Signed, mad cousin, is what this sounds like. So let me just say this. Um, Yeah, that sounds like some Bootsy shit. 
like the faking for social media part but it's like it's harmless it's harmless and the stuff that you're noticing about her man she might have already noticed and is okay with it like if she's happy i don't hear anything about the cousin complaining i don't hear anything about the cousin being mistreated right you just think he's bootsy he's kind of a douche you sound you sound like an annoyed cousin yes so i would just mind your business yep um definitely don't complain about her partner to her because if she's happy with him she will distance yeah and overlooking these things that you're noticing um it's it's just not really your trust me she's noticed it right but other parts may be so good that she's overlooking the shit that is annoying you you know what i'm saying so it's like um yeah, just, just kind of support her and just know that's her relationship, yep. you know? She might be fine with him being a little douchey because he cooks her dinner every night. Yeah, and, and rubs her feet yeah. and is really sweet. Yes. So, you know, yeah. And here's something else I've learned. This situation is harmless. Um, the older we get, the less I'm inclined to tell people about their relationships because... I'm not living them. They're mm-hmm. not my experiences. And if my friend is happy, then I'm going to be happy. Right, right. Now, if he's That's fucking, more important. If he's hitting on my friend and uh, verbally abusing her, then I'm going to say something. Yeah. But stuff like this. Mm-mm. Also, always take into consideration some people do weird things because of being anxious or anxiety or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I noticed the other day, I was thinking about... Like, I can't be in social settings and shit until comfortably, unless I'm drunk. Mm-hmm. That's not a good thing, right? Um, I'm not a person that could be in, like, at a party or a family gathering or whatever and just be comfortable. And I drink to, not fa- family stuff, but, like, you know, friends' birthday parties mm-hmm. or something. I drink to cope with that, right? And so... You know, I might seem like a fun, outgoing person, but I'm really not. And I have to drink to get there. Mm-hmm. Right. So to be comfortable. Yeah. And and that could be a situation with a lot of people, you know, and we don't realize it. So like, you know, how he acts with <clears throat> you and, and comes across as a narcissist, that might be a nervous thing for him. I know talking about yourself and shit like that. I think we overuse the word narcissist, too, a little bit. In yeah. general, in society. Yeah. I, I think yeah. it's really overused lately. Like, I don't think... It, it may not be something intentional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, some people... I have a problem with whenever anybody brings up a situation, I immediately describe how something like that has happened to me before and it's not to make it about me it's to kind of comfort the person like um, to be relatable yeah to be relatable and to be like i also have experienced that i know what you're going through exactly exactly but some people take that as damn this bitch is always making it about (laughs) herself right right that's not what it is in my mind though so like always consider that like sometimes people do nervous things out of discomfort yes um anxiety is a motherfucker it is social awkwardness is i used to get really loud i would be the loudest bitch in the room and shit but it was out of like insecurity and mm -hmm. it was out of nervousness and being anxious it would make me act really fucking weird yeah, people hear you on this show and they would think that you're this huge extrovert, but you're no, not. I'm you're really, very introverted. I'm really fucking not to where I have to have Crystal call people yeah. and have conversations. <laughs> I would have her making doctor's appointments for yeah. me. Like, you guys have no idea. And it's funny. Um, 
I guess I would be considered an ambivert because I like my alone time. But when I'm in a social setting, a social butterfly, I will fly all over that motherfucker. Yeah. But it's good that we have that because yeah, it, I, I can't do it. You it's know a what balance, I mean? Yeah, for yeah. sure. And in our situation, that personality type is needed because I can't be that. Yeah, I feel comfortable talking about myself being in rooms. Safeway, Safeway prom queen. <laughs> You're comfortable being the the star of Safeway and Rodeo. I am. I don't want to talk to anybody. You're over like, there looking at me like, are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah. And Stop walking away. talking. <laughs> Don't even introduce me. I'm walking away. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm not me. saying hi to your no, friends. No, I'm not. Your fucking grocery store friends. I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're very introverted. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that the other day for some reason, too. Yeah. And I know I do weird things when I'm forced to be social. Yeah. So I just thought about it like that could be taken a number of different ways. And I really don't know how people look at me because they get different people get different versions of me right so i might be a really fucking annoying obnoxious bitch around some people when i'm really not around others you know it's just i think everybody's like that to a degree but yeah it's just something to think about yeah so maybe that's why he was drinking at first yeah so that and he that, could be and comfortable when he doesn't drink he's not fucking talking yeah hi he's potafria right like, yeah <laughs> that's yeah so just keep those things in mind and just be happy for your cousin and, yeah it's you know. not it doesn't sound like it's an unhealthy relationship right okay I just wanted to write in and say, and yes, I need you to read this on the show, please, <laughs> that you two are phenomenal moms. Patafria is a longtime listener and follow of yours. It's been a pleasure to see you share your life as a mom and these badass kids you're raising. Yes, thank you. It's been awesome to hear and see Bunny's evolution. And when you mentioned last episode that she don't play that, I was cheering from the stands and thought, damn, that's a little Patafria mini. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give a fuck and stands up for what is right. Crystal, you remind me of myself as a mom so much. So Roseanne white trash, but so much (laughs) love to give. A little bit of Peg Bundy, too. Mm -hmm. Always taking care of you and yours. Running shit. Oh, God, I hate this term. Running (laughs) Running shit like a boss bitch you are. Even on the days I know you're exhausted and spent keeping it 110 along the way i love you ladies we all love you thank you for being bomb ass aunties and second moms to us all thank Thank you. you so sweet yeah i like that and it's true bunny checks me on a regular basis and i have to just laugh you know i don't i just let her do her because like i'm somebody um i still use the word retard like often and it's just like that wasn't a slur when I was growing up. That was a technical term. And so like, I don't know, just that word was so freely used mm-hmm. my whole growing up, my whole life that like, it's it's kind of, you know, I I try to use it less because I don't want to offend anybody. It took me a while to get it out of my vocabulary. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, it just makes me laugh. And she will check the fuck out of me and be like, yeah. I'm moving out. She will, she checks me about that often or like, trying to think of another example i just she she don't play that shit she don't play none of that shit like Mm -mm. um race jokes or like anything the girls either she she is calling whoever out on it adults like right away (laughs) yes they're like they're they're like that they're um the other day i had i heard naya and i was like let me go have a talk with baby (laughs) crystal dude she's online arguing with people over um trans folks and um 
racism and uh, like I hear her getting angry (laughs) and and I had to go on there and tell her listen everybody doesn't deserve your energy yeah that's true maybe say one thing and then keep it it moving yeah girl she was in there like getting really angry and I was like oh my god she's gonna fucking be me stop it but it's they're so outspoken it's like this generation of kids is very very fucking different and just it makes me proud because it's all for the right reasons you know it's like they speak out about the right thing and you know i you can't even be mad like when she no when bunny checks me on shit i have to just laugh and And you'd be like okay you're right (laughs) yes i'll go to my room (laughs) yep sorry i'll do better i'm sorry (laughs) yeah but it's true yeah okay so uh this hold on to okay <laughs> you okay i yeah i don't want to read this one you read it because i'll cry like i always do please yeah no I'll i told it. myself when i initially read it oh patifree is reading this one okay hey ladies i hope you read this before your next recording because i never really ask for advice but i kind of need some my family and friends are all giving me 50 50 different answers not only am i asking for advice but also prayers if possible y'all are strong women and i usually am too but i'm trying my best to find what little bit i have left i've been wiped out 2020 mentally and strength wise my son just beat cancer and his sister was the donor wow i'm a single mom and it was so fucking hard to get through now not even three months after getting through that i have also been diagnosed with cancer and not even the kind that a transplant can fix like my son's um i'm supposed to be moving into my new place this week but need to do scans to see if it spread anywhere i've been staying with family since my daughter couldn't come with us to the hospital because of covid and now that i thought this shit was over we decided to move again now i'm wondering if i'm making a bad choice by leaving i want to set a good example to the kids that shit happens but you got to keep pushing and stay positive follow through with life but i'm also wondering if i'm making a bad choice because i have no idea yet what this is uh hold on sorry i'm finding my place no worries um what this is gonna look like or even the treatment or if i'm gonna make it do you think i'm making a bad choice moving still or should i show them that you gotta stay strong and keep the faith and handle business as usual prayers please also i'm fucking tired if you don't read on the show that's hella okay i just really want advice if you can help thank you much love so i'm so sorry that you're fucking dealing with that that shit sucks badly um i'm trying to go back uh what is the the concern so she's moving so she has she's just been diagnosed with cancer um it's not treatable with a transplant she doesn't know what type of therapies she will need um treatment she'll need um she had planned on moving away from family uh she's wanting to know should she still keep her plans or should Mm -hmm. she wait me personally because I I do have a good support system, a little community. This is just me. I would probably wait and see what my scans show. I would wait and see what stage, how far, how long, all those great mm-hmm. fun fucking things. Yeah. 
And then I would make my decision based off of that. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Unless like there's a reason for having to make the move now, you know, like unless like you're going to lose the place or something. And then it's like you can still get that out of the way and then pick up where you left off as far as your care. Right. It's just really how urgent is the situation to to move. Right. Fuck. But we're praying and for, wish you the best, of course. Really? God damn. I'm so sorry. Sometimes we get dealt the shittiest fucking hands. Yeah, seriously. To get over. But just follow your gut instinct, you know, especially. If you know your told, strength. Yeah. And you're being told 50-50 from friends and family, you know, your responses. So just kind of go with your gut. Yep. God damn. It sucks. Um. Okay. Oh, okay. It's not a birthday, but hey, just want to say I love you guys and you make my day every time you post. Just wanted to ask for a shout out for my best friend, Paola. She is the sweetest person and my best friend of all time. She loves the pod and it brings us closer because we love you guys. Mm. It's not her birthday, but I just felt like she might need a little pick me up. She's the best and the main reason I'm still here on earth. I have multiple mental illnesses and she's helped me overcome many obstacles. I just wanted to let her know that I appreciate her and everything she does. Also love and appreciate the podcast as well. Very sweet. Very sweet. All right. This is a good one for you. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions on how to deal with your significant other feeling a type of way about your past as a sex worker? He's known me since I lived that life. He was in the streets as well, dealing, so that's how we met. We ended up getting together and we changed our lives for the better. But he says certain things if I talk about going back to stripping or talk about selling fetish pics like, nah, you ain't doing that no more. But he knew me when I did it and had no problem, but now it's an issue. For instance, he doesn't like me around other dudes because of what I used to do in my past. And I've explained to him that just because I was a sex worker doesn't mean I just fucked any and everyone. You got to pay me to get some. But don't get me wrong. We're good on all levels other than this. This is the only issue I have with him. Okay. This is a big part of your life. Like, even though you're not doing it now... It's still you, obviously. You're still considering doing it sometimes. And in the future, if you find yourself in a money situation, you're going to automatically think of that again. Right. I don't think there's a way to ever 100% get out of the game. People say they do it all the time. I don't know how. And I, you know, I say Because it's like your first instinct, right? Yeah. And I say that respectfully, but like... If you can do that, right, Mm -hmm. then that's always going to be your first go-to because it feels natural. Um, It's not an uncomfortable thing. It's quick. It's tax-free. Yes. It's immediate. You know what I mean? And um, it's just, it's really fucking easy for us. So, like... I got bothered by the part that said he don't even want her around other dudes. Yeah, like there's some insecurity issues. For sure. Anyway, right? Yeah. So... I would just say take it day by day with that partner because I don't see you being with that person for good Mm-mm. because this is who you are. And it doesn't sound like they're accepting of that part. You can't be accepting of certain bits and pieces of a person. You have to be accepting of all of it if yeah. you want to seriously be with them. Right. If otherwise, just fuck or just be a fling or a friend. You know what I mean? But like 
if I'm ever with a partner, they're going to have to be accepting of all of me, all of my shit. And the fact that it's possible that I will get back into that at some point if I ever stop. And you it sounds I mean? like he doesn't understand that it was work. No, no. Right. He, Yeah. Like he would have to worry about you just fucking anybody. Banging like, everybody. Exactly. So That's kind me, of insulting. Um, it is insulting, but it's like it speaks about his insecurity. Definitely. So I would just... Uh, like I said, take it day by day. I wouldn't take it that serious with that person. Mm-mm. You know, I really want to say dump him, but right. <laughs> that wasn't the question. We're trying to give grown-up <laughs> advice <Yeah>. here. <laughs> if you want to stay with him, just don't put all your hens in that basket or right. eggs or whatever. Put a few eggs yeah. in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> Not his. Yeah, always. Wow. Goddamn. Okay. Hey ladies, I hope you guys are well. I have a situation with my best friend. Long story short, we haven't been talking because we got into a fight. She was and or still is mad that I was hanging out with this guy. He's really cool and nice. He hasn't shown me any red red flags. Anyways, I did text her to apologize and I thought we squished it, but we still don't talk anymore. Have you guys had a fight over seeing someone or someone getting jealous. If you have, how did you guys make up and handle the situation? I really miss her and I'm not sure what I should do. Thank you ladies for everything that you do. Um, I would need to know like what's the real issue here. Exactly. Did she fuck him before? Why why is she mad that you're hanging out with a guy? Yeah. What's she, what's the real issue behind that? Is she mad she's losing time with you? Is she mad because she secretly liked him? Or fucked around with him before? Or right. knows someone that did? Or knows something she's not telling you? There's more to the story. Because why is that such a big deal? Right? Yeah. And the way that I am, let's just say, for instance, it's because she you it's taking time away from their friendship. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I would fucking call her and be like, dude, what's the deal? Yeah. Like, I miss you, bitch. Fucking. It sucks because I wouldn't. I would just go on with my life and never talk to you again. (laughs) And a lot of my close friendships have ended that way. It depends on how much value you put. True. You know, like you, I would do that. Yeah. I have about four other friends, five that I would do that. Yeah, you know, I don't because I'd want (laughs) to save the French. (laughs) I don't. So if you step wrong, I'm gonna let you go gone in the wind i'm coming to key your car how about that i'm not talking about you i'm saying other friends right right i'm not gonna do it i'm just like you know yeah i would just call her and be 100 percent honest if you miss her and shit then yeah i want to know why you're apologizing apologizing why are you apologizing (laughs) no true though because like what did you do wrong yeah why are you apologizing having to apologize for hanging out with a guy and if she's separating herself from you then it's like well bitch bye I don't know. That's this just is kind of weird. Am. It is. It yeah. is. But you got to find out what the real problem is. And Give if she doesn't want to tell you that, then bye. Yeah. I'm just at a point a in my iffy. life where I'm like, I ain't got time for that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like unnecessary drama. Right. Or like weird. That's why I want to know why she's mad about her yeah. hanging out with the guy. Like, right. Is us she and tell in love with why. you? Yeah. On the low. And you didn't know that. I've been in that situation before yeah. where the bitch was fucking acting crazy and shit and had to tell me one day through tears that she was in love with me and You're thought we were going to settle down together. And so she, anybody I was dating or fucking at that time while she was around, she would treat them like shit Ew. and like talk about them and be like, I don't like him around or whatever. But really, because she had her hopes up for us. 
that's so awkward so you, yeah, it is awkward but it's like you know i'm glad she eventually told me yeah but for because sure. you know you gotta you can't just be fucking mad to yourself and i don't know what's going on right being hella passive aggressive yeah that's the worst find out what the issue is yeah okay i have a dysfunctional story to share my mom told me this recently this happened a few years ago when she used to drink she told me she drank a whole bottle of wine and took an ambient Mind you, she's like 100 pounds. Apparently, she started cleaning the house at 3 in the morning. Ambien makes people crazy in their sleep. My aunt used to cook in her sleep. Cook meals. Full spreads, full course meals. And the bitch never cooked a day in her life. Yes, but she would sleep cook. Yeah, weird. Uh, um, Apparently, she started cleaning the house at 3 in the morning. None of this which she remembers. My brother saw her and told her that all of a sudden, her eyes rolled to the back of her head and she fell back. My brother has paranoid schizophrenia, and he gets messages from the TV. Hello, Billy. He mm-hmm. calls them the TV people. So apparently the TV people told my brother not to tell our dad. My brother then drags my mom by the feet into her bed. <laughs> Stop laughing. I can't help it. I relate. Stop. She fell asleep laying on her arm, laying on her arm and when she woke up, she was like, this shit is fucked up. The messages he gets from the TV are super accurate. It's so fucking weird. Apparently, the TV people told him that someone in our house is into S&M. They were obviously talking about me. The TV people need to mind their own business. (laughs) Is that not the greatest shit? Is that it? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) The TV people talk too motherfucking much. Shut the fuck up, TV people. Right. And don't tell him drag mom by her feet anywhere. Into the bed. And not to tell dad she's fucking dying damn near. This is a lot going on in your house. I mean, I, we don't need to laugh, but goddamn, I can relate yeah, to shit like yeah. that. Your brother has TV people. My dad has Elvis and other dead people. Yeah, I would uh, tell mom, don't take Ambien. Try Benadryl or something. Yeah. Maybe a less. Or maybe no wine with the Ambien. Yeah, yeah. Something like that to lessen her uh, like out of it. There's people that have um, driven on Ambien and gotten yes. car crashes. People like, have whole conversations, lives. scenarios on Ambien in their sleep. People, their partners and their families don't realize they're asleep. Like, shit gets weird. Ambien's kind of scary. It is very scary. It sounds kind of fun, too, though. Okay. That's it. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just want to go Send us the more bank. if something else happens. We have a few more, but they're really long, so. Okay. Oh. Uh, I mean, I can do this quick one. Okay. How to deal with hospitals. I have a major feel of fear of hospitals, dentists, and needles. But I've come at a point in my age, in my life, where I cannot avoid medical care any longer. Aww. I might be the only one that has this level of fear, and it's hard to find someone or even a therapist that can empathize with this. Any tips how to overcome these kind of fears or anxieties? Thank you, ladies. Always love the show and every week. A new episode makes my day in a major way. That sucks. That Poor does baby. fucking suck because it's like preventing you from taking care of yourself. Right. Like people that have phobias, those are things you need to do. Yeah, and people that have phobias about the dentist. My daughter has a phobia about that, and 
it sucks because like she'll avoid going for so long you know what i mean because and it's like how do you really valium valium um fuck clonopin yeah like, that's what i'm i'm being dead uh, serious yeah. I would take Something five to milligram take volume. the edge off and just force yourself through it. I do know that with like um, irrational fears and shit around OCD, mm-hmm. you have to face it to get over it. Yep. So that's the type of therapy that they give us is they'll like put whatever it is that you're so afraid of in your face. And then you eventually become desensitized to it when you realize it doesn't harm or kill you. Right. So you have to kind of force yourself through it. You have to face it and, and just, you know. You have a fear of something that could potentially save your life. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it is an irrational fear. You need to go. Yeah. I'm find someone with or call the doctor, find a doctor, have someone call a doctor and see if you can just five milligrams, even half of that would yeah. probably take the edge off enough to where you can physically go into a doctor's office really a fucking doctor. or a hospital. Do not prescribe medication to fucking listeners. I'm t- right? No, I'm telling you for anti-anxiety. But you don't say how many milligrams to, for a person to get. Listen, I've taken a lot of Valium before. <laughs> Talk to a real doctor, not us. When and- I flew my first time, my doctor prescribed me five milligram Valiums. And she said, start with half. Okay. I am not a fucking licensed doctor. If you do it and something happens, I'm sorry. Don't suggest a dose to a doctor. Let them tell you. Otherwise, you look like right. you're drug seeking. No, seriously. And they're not going to give you anything. Yeah, no. So just say, I have this irrational fear. Yeah. I need to get through it to take care of myself. What What can you give me? Definitely. They'll give you something. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I would start. The dentist, too. Um, you know, they've given Valium to people I know for their first time or... Yeah. If they're having major surgery or whatever it is, you know, just something to take the edge off so that yeah. you're able to. You'll be okay. Yeah. You got to do it. You never know. Checkups are very important. They are. And that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Me too. I'm ready to go home. Okay. Suck it <laughs> easy, guys. Go to bed. <laughs> Your butt just rubbed across the microphone. <laughs> Thank you.